Hello, and welcome back to In God We Trust podcast, where we read a chapter of the Bible every weekday. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter for more insights on our daily readings. Today's Bible reading is going to be from Matthew chapter 18, and in this chapter, we will read about the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, the parable of the lost sheep, a brother who sins against you, and the parable of the unmerciful servant. Okay, let's get right into it. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child and had him standing among them. And he said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like a child, You will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Okay, here's his little sidetrack, a little did you know. How can we become like little children? Little children are like model little children are models of strong faith. They depend on others to meet their needs. Jesus invites us to have a childlike faith to trust in him completely for forgiveness, life, and salvation. Okay, so that is, that's what we have to do, guys. We have to just, we have to trust God like he is our parents and completely just uh, humble ourselves and just acknowledge that we would be nothing without God and then he will honor us. So... That's what he is saying by whoever becomes a child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Okay, here we go. And whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. But if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a large milestone hung around his neck and to be thrown... Sorry and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to sin. Such thing must come. But woe to the man through whom they come. If your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than have two hands or two feet and be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eyes cause you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell. Okay, so that was pretty interesting there. Um, He spoke on a few things, and but in this chapter, the disciples asked Jesus, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And um, <clears throat> Jesus told him that, well, he called over a little child and he said, this is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven because uh, a child has such great faith in others to provide for them. And that shows how good their faith is and how loyal they are. So he said, we need to become like children and 
humble ourselves before him. Here's what he said here. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like a child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So we all need to humble ourselves before God and acknowledge that he is our strength and that we couldn't do anything without him. And I think that will, that just might be, be your breakthrough if you've been really praying for stuff because you really need to do that. That's, he's telling you right now. So yeah. Um, okay. So he also says, um, he was talking about when someone causes a little one to sin, it's better for him to have a large milestone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. So, so we need to be good role models for children and not to lead them astray because guiding, not guiding, um, a young person is very easily shaped. So we need to guide them, I guess guide, guide them correctly and teach them the proper things and lead them like Jesus would lead them because God is telling us it'd be better for us to have something wrapped around our neck and thrown into the water if we cause one to sin. So let's start taking better care of children and leading them better. Okay. And then Jesus talks about, this is very interesting. I'll just read it again. If your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eyes cause you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. Okay, that is very interesting. Um, <clears throat> well, you heard it just like I heard it. Um, that's just a, a warning from God there. So, yeah, take it how you hear it. Um, I'm not going to say much more on this, but just start to get your act together, change your ways, because it's definitely a terrible place down there, and you don't want to go there. So, yep, that's what God is saying there. Okay. Well, let's continue. Okay, this one is the parable of the lost sheep. Here we go. See that you do not look down on one of these little ones. For I tell you, their angels in heaven always see, their fa see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? 
and if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he is happier about that one sheep than about the ninety-nine that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should be lost. Okay. So, I don't see an explanation for this parable in here. So I'm just going to give it my best shot. Um, first of all, um, it says that you look down on these little ones, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. So, when angels look down at children, they see the face of God. And that is resembling great faith. So that is just something to learn about kids. And little kids are pretty cool. They're just so, I don't know, little babies are just so cute. Just cool that they're a little human, you know? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. What do you think if a man owns a hundred sheep and will not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he is happier about that one than the ninety-nine that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should be lost. Okay, so that's basically just saying that God will take care of us. He he just said it in the same way uh, your Father in heaven is willing to take care of you. So, don't ever think that you're an outcast or anything like that because... God will go out of his way and leave the 99 that are all doing well to go out and find you. So pray, humble yourself before God, repent, and he will be there for you. So those are just some things that you need to do. Okay, let's continue to a brother who sins against you. If your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault, just between the two of you. If he listens to you, you have won your brother over. But if he will not listen, take one or two others along, so that every matter may be established by testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen to the church, treat him as you would a pagan or a tax collector. I tell you the truth, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be lost in heaven. Again I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. Okay, so a few things happened here. Um, the main thing in this 
story was Jesus saying, if your brother sins against you, go and speak to him privately, just him, and tell him of his fault, and then if he doesn't listen to you, get someone else, uh, and then go try to talk some sense into him after that with two people, and then if he doesn't listen to both of you guys, go to the church and tell the church of what is happening, and if he doesn't listen to the church, treat him like a tax collector. So that is just a little FYI, but uh, if you do have problems with someone, just just resolve it and get it over with, because it doesn't feel good to carry hate around on your heart and to to not to just have a grudge it's not ever good to have a grudge so just getting things over with or just forgiving people is the best thing and it'll do you the best in life so just think of that okay he also talked about something pretty cool I thought again I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for it will be done for you by my father in heaven for where two or three come together in my name there I am with them so if you're around a table and you're talking to your friend then God is there with you and if you have two friends and you're talking about God then God is there with you so just think of that next time you're talking about God and yeah, that's interesting to think about how he's always there with us. Okay, so let's go on to the last one, the parable of the unmerciful servant, and let's hop right into it. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. The servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged. I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, Be patient with me. I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to, 
shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant, just as I had mercy on you? In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured, until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you, unless you forgive your brother from your heart. Okay, something, there was a pretty big story here. So in this chapter, uh, a man, so a king, was going to settle his debts that he had. And not his debts, but people that had to pay his debts. So as he began the settlement, uh, the man that owed him a lot of money got on his knees and was begging him, please, please, I don't have the money. And then they let him go. And then he went out and he found a man that owed him not that much money compared to how much he owed. And he began to choke him and say, repay me and give me my money. And then um, the fellow servants around saw what was going on and they were very distressed and a little angry it seems well I guess not angry they just were distressed it says then they went and told and then the king heard about it and then he said how dare you you couldn't forgive one man when I forgived you for all that you owed and then they took him in the jail and they tor tortured him until they until he repaid everything that he owed so God says that is what the kingdom of heaven will be like. I'm going to read what he said about this. This is how my Father in heaven will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart. So, what he's saying here is we need to forgive people for what they have done against us. And... That's the main thing here. We just need to be more forgiving and just wipe it off and completely forget about it because it weighs on you and there will be consequences if you don't forgive people. So if you don't know how to forgive people, just ask God. Say, Dear God, please, please help me to have a forgiving heart and Forgive those who trespass against me, for I am weak, and I do not know how to do it. And then say, in Jesus' name, amen. And if you believe that he will answer that prayer, it will be given to you. So, so just really believe that he can do that for you, because he can. And... It'll just happen. So, and it, but it all starts with you. You need to do it. Okay, the verse of the day is Matthew chapter 18, verse 8. Here it is. If your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands and two feet and be thrown into the eternal fire. Okay, so thank you guys for listening, and have a great day. Uh, I really appreciate you guys listening.
Okay. Ciao.